Hey, I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. We are talking burnout. We're going to be talking about mom energy and uh, lack thereof. And so it'll be a really fun episode with my guest, Tiffany Cagwin. Um, She's a certified functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, board certified holistic health practitioner and yoga teacher. Uh, She's an experienced executive leader and transformational coach, passionate about helping others thrive by guiding them to shift their mindset, take action toward goals and embrace self-care. She is constantly expanding her education as an explorer at heart with a never-ending curiosity for learning new things. She has received additional training in nutrigenomics, nutrigenomics, (laughs) DNA testing, uh, aka, uh, hair tissue mineral analysis, which is HTMA, bioenergetics, hypnotherapy board certified in that as well, uh, quantum biology and biophysics. lots and lots of science background. So please welcome Tiffany Cadwin to the podcast. Hello. Hi, thank you. It's great to be here. I'm so excited. So before we jump in, um, what is your favorite cookie or cookie memory? Mm. <laughs> I just had it this morning. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what was it? Yeah. So it's, um, there's this like little cafe where I live in Davidson, North Carolina, and they have these they have a few like gluten-free items, but this cookie, it's called a Blue Ridge cookie and um, it's oatmeal, pecans, chocolate chips, loads of sugar and butter, no doubt, but it is, it's just, I haven't had one in a while. And this morning I got a chai and I was like, you know what? I think a cookie is going to go with this chai. <laughs> I went at like 11 AM and had a cookie. <laughs> hey, so, who cares? Yeah. It's, it's my favorite. Like, I just love it. It sounds really good. That's fun. Um, you shout out your favorite cafe. <laughs> yeah, the pickled peach in Davidson. They make That's so funny. Yeah, they have good good food, good cookies. It was such a good timing then for that question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, you know, I have my, my brother-in-law always has um he's like a big baked goods person, and so he can't help himself, I think, in the morning when he has his coffee. And he always has some sort of something. So yeah. Okay. Why not? I don't, I don't normally, I mean, that was like actually pretty unusual for me, but it was just one of those things. And I just, you know, and this is what I tell my clients, which we're, I'm jumping so far ahead, but like this, this is just my philosophy. Like, you know, everything's about balance. And like, I had had my, my eggs and my broccoli this morning and I went for my, you know, I went to get a chai and it was just like, I really felt like I wanted that cookie. And then it's just like, fine, then eat the cookie. Like, why not? And then I was grateful for it. You know, like it's nourishing. It was, it felt nourishing in the sense of like, there's emotional nourishing. Right. And that's fine too. Like I'll rebalance and I'll eat super clean the rest of the day, but I have no guilt about that cookie. None. I'm going to do anything. (laughs) No, unless you're like an intermittent fast, maybe you just ended your fast early, but like, 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 just reset till tomorrow, you know? Yeah. 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 
<laughs> so you have quite a bit of background in like, well, you're a yoga teacher and you have like a bunch of like biology background. So what is your path and how are you helping people now? Yeah. So my path has been pretty interesting. Um, I actually, in terms of like how I got here, I started, I thought I was going to be a teacher. I got out of college and I was a fourth grade teacher for a while, but what was happening at that point in my life is I had been diagnosed with Crohn's disease at age 17. And so through college and then into my twenties was dealing with that, a very serious autoimmune disease and taking a lot of medication and trying to make sense of that. Because at that time in the nineties, um, there was no Googling anything. Nobody talked about any sort of natural healing. It was just like full on conventional medicine approach. And that was it. And they told me that there was nothing I could do, that there was nothing I could change with food and lifestyle. And it sent me on a path over a very long time of trying to figure that out myself because these meds they were giving me, they also told me basically they were going to like cause more problems down the road, like cancers. And I was definitely going to have to have surgery. And I was like, well, this is, this just sucks. So, yeah. so like, there's nothing I can do and I have no control and you're giving me medication that's going to make me more sick. And the best I can hope for is like, maybe trying to go a little bit longer in between flares. Like that just didn't make sense to me. Right. So it sort of set me on my own investigation, trying to find books and try different diets. And I would kind of stumble across things here and there. Yoga came into the picture when I was pregnant with my son. So he's 18 now, but so maybe, you know, 19 years ago, I started doing yoga to try to help with symptoms I was having during my pregnancy from the Crohn's because I had to go off a of medication. So right. my joint, my joints were flaring and I was having all of this like issue. So that's where yoga came in my life. And then that took me on a path of like, you know, Eastern medicine and a whole holistic approach to, you know, and the thing with yoga was like, actually the stress component mm -hmm. is what I started to understand in terms of how that plays into our health. Because, oh yeah. Yeah. I was, cool. Get you. Yeah, massive, I cut my hair off because I was stressed so much the past year and a half and I cut it off because it just stopped growing and got less stressed. And then and now it's like back to normal. Like, I mean, my hairdresser was like, what is happening? It's like, just let's just reset. Sometimes you just have to, because stress will take such a toll it on takes, everything. Yeah. It takes such a toll. And I started to understand that connection of like, Oh, my super anxious personality and just the kind of the way that I reacted to life was not helping my symptoms. So right. yoga was a huge part of my life. I ended up opening a yoga studio in 2011 and had that for eight years. It grew, I had a couple locations and it became kind of a bigger thing. And then I sold that in 2019. Um, but I had another massive flare that year mm. and, um, it had been quiet for a long time. Like it never went away, but it was in remission. The Crohn's was that flare in 2019 was what propelled me to do the work that I do now. So it was at a point where I was like, okay, I knew I wasn't taking care of myself the right way. I knew, I knew that there was a healing potential right. and I was just like, okay, there's no excuse anymore. The information's out there. Um, I knew about more of a functional medicine approach and integrative approach 
but I was just like band-aiding things in my life for so long that I was getting by. Right. And that made me like really take a step back and say like, okay, it's time to actually heal. And so I did at that point I had five autoimmune diagnosis. They just kept piling up. So you had five new autoimmune diagnosis? Five total. So at that point there was Crohn's, rheumatoid arthritis, Hashimoto's, rosacea, eczema, everything was happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's just become a cascade. It's just like, and here's some more words to describe what's happening to you. Are you all done with those now? Oh yeah. They're all gone. And clinic clinically gone, very different than remission. Like they're gone. They're, they're reversed. So I went through a process of healing. Um, and it was through that, that I just started to study more and more. And I, you know, I kept saying like, I wish people knew, I wish people knew they could heal. And enough people in my life challenged me and said like, well, then why aren't you telling them? Mm. Why aren't you helping? Like, why are you going to keep, why would you keep that to yourself? And I was like, you know, you're right. But I almost like, yeah, like how am I certified to let people know? Like, that's not my thing. Who's going to listen? Yeah. Well, it was, it was also just like, I had sold the yoga studios. I had made this really intentional choice that at the time I understand why, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go back into corporate America. I just want to work a nine to five. I just want to put a job away at the end of the day and just live my life. And it was part of my healing. I needed to sort of do that to make some boundaries, but I was also then studying my functional medicine degree and finishing my MBA and doing these things. And so I did that for, you know, a period of years and then was like, so part of it was like, are you really going to switch careers again? I mean, it's all been the same thread. You know, there's always been this thread of like serving people, helping people find their purpose and mission, which is what I ended up doing in the corporate world as well. Right. Um, But it was like, no, this is your passion. You have something to share here and you can't keep this to yourself. So that's where I am now. That's what brought me on this journey was like wanting to help people feel better because I think people just don't understand. We've given our power away is really what it came down to. It's like, we've just believed these narratives and these stories around, like, there's nothing you can do. Right. Like, this is just normal. This is normal. Especially women. Like, this is normal. This is just aging. You're just a woman who has kids. You're just a woman who's whatever at the stage of life. And you know, just accept it. The fatigue is fine. It's normal. It's not normal. Right. No, no. I mean, I can tell when I'm either not getting enough sleep or I've, you know, I've not eaten as well as I typically can. And you just see a huge, like when you listen and you also, and I think some people don't know the difference. So if you have experienced it and then you go back, you can recognize and be like, I need to get back on track. But if you've never had that shift it's hard to recognize it and you have to be able to find the means of how you're going to do that. Like for me, it was just fitness and clean eating. I did like intermittent fasting. It started like, but it takes some time to change, but I noticed like I slept better to go. I wasn't as moody and I wasn't as sluggish. And so now that I'm not working out as often as I was, cause now I'm just super, it's just the way it is right now. I can feel it. And so being intentional. It's like, when I do do it, it's like, oh, I feel better. So it it does, you have to be able to recognize like, okay, this is why. Yeah. But like you're saying, I mean, sometimes you just don't even know. And this is actually one of the largest things I see is that people don't know 
what normal, like what actual normal healed body feels like. Yeah. Because we've been living so long with chronic fatigue or symptoms that we just accept as normal. And that, that was actually one of the things for me. It's like, I was on this path to heal, you know, Crohn's and my joint stuff and all these things. And the, the bonus that came with it was an increase of energy that I literally realized, like I had lived my whole life probably from early twenties, like with a degree of fatigue that I just thought I didn't know any different. Yeah. And now that I'm on the other side of it and I'm like, this is what I'm supposed to feel like every day. So now yeah. I'm 45 and it's like, I wake up in the morning, I have extreme amounts of energy. I feel really clear that energy stays consistent all day long. I have like the natural gradual decline at night to take me to sleep. Yeah. And I sleep well and I wake up and I do it all over again. And I was like, I didn't, I literally didn't know that was a thing. are you a morning person like do you have you always been like that though um I always yeah I've always thrived best in the morning in terms of like that's when I can do my deep work and my deep thinking if I'm going to do anything creative or like writing or that kind of stuff I do that better in the morning I've never been somebody who functions well late at night like Mm. even in college if I had to like stay up late for things. It was a disaster. I was better off just like trying to get up super early. Um, but yeah, I mean, even sleep, like I was on sedatives. I was on Ambien for 14 years. Ambien's awful. I had to take it after my first back surgery because I had such nerve pain and I couldn't sleep and it was awful. And I, my body got hooked on it. I didn't want it. Like I consciously say like, I don't want to take it. I don't, want to be able to, but I would go, I was in college. I had just gone. It was before I had to go back on it or I went on it, a, a, a tiny little pill. And they tell you like, take it, go to bed. Do not stay yeah, up. Yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. Take, say you will hallucinate and know that it's hallucinations and it messes with you. And you're like, I know this isn't real, but it's wild. And I would be up in college. Like I have an 8am class and it's two, three in the morning, can't sleep. I'm going to take a quarter of one and I got to get some sleep or I'm going to go crazy and I can't heal. And my body got hooked on that so much where it was just awful. That that's the worst pill. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, they, it started, they started me on it early with my Crohn's because they had me on such high doses of prednisone Mm. and the prednisone will make you, I mean, I, I remember a point where there was literally like weeks where I hadn't slept for more than just like a tiny bit of falling asleep. So they were like, well, okay, so now you have to take ambient so that you can sleep because this other meds that we're giving you, I mean, that was, that was what started happening. It was like, well, now this med for this, this med for that. And, and it was like, I, I just, so that's part of what I'm saying is that like, I identified myself as an insomniac. I was like, oh, I'm just a person who can't sleep even after the prednisone, then it just became a pattern. And I realized like, no, that, that's not true. That's actually not a true, I've, I've taken that story. I've said that I'm, I identified with my diseases that they told me I had. I thought that identified me. I thought I was an insomniac. I believed these narratives and these stories. And that was a big part of the shift was like, no, I'm not. I'm a vibrant, healthy being who knows how to return to balance and homeostasis. And I'm going to get there. And it's one step at a time. I never thought I would sleep without sedatives again. I actually, that, that part, I didn't believe. I was like, I don't know. I'm just not a sleeper. And then it's like, I corrected my rhythms. I corrected my 
you know, fixed all the imbalances. And then it was like, voila, I sleep beautifully. Right. No problem. I mean, yeah. I mean, unless you have an actual, I mean, there are some people out there that would probably need it just because maybe it's epilepsy or something like that. But like, if you're using it to offset other medications, like it's just, you end up just taking a whole bunch of stuff. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I would, I think after I started on my health and wellness journey a few years ago and it ended up being like a whole thing, like I went to therapy, figured out that it was not just like me being depressed. It was just a whole bunch of other things in my that was happening. It, I had a whole bag of just medication. Like I'm talking like a full grocery bag and I'm not on any of them just from need, not needing it for back pain, nerve pain, sleeping, nausea, like all the things that you get. And so it's very freeing. And, you know, when you go to the doctor, like any medication is like, no, no, it's nice. But instead you have like this whole list of things, they still send, like, they'll still ask me about all these other medications that they prescribed to me for like depression or anxiety or to help me sleep. Cause I was not sleeping. And they're like, are you still on this? Are you still, I'm like, Oh my gosh, you prescribed so many things. And no, I'm not any of those. Yeah. It's just, that's, that's, unfortunately that's the first step that people, most doctors take, um, which is nice that you take the holistic approach, just talking through it, mind, body work. So yeah. what exactly do you offer now? Like, I know you, you do, like you have a yoga retreat, yeah. which I never really get into yoga. I've tried and tried and tried and tried. I just, maybe it's because I've, ba- I've fused back. And so the bending and the, and it doesn't, it doesn't feel good to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe that's what it is. And so I can't get mindful because I'm so concerned that I'm doing something that my doctor told me, no, <laughs> like yeah, do not yeah, yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So I think that that has something to do with my mind connection with, with yoga, Yeah, but it's, you know, people love it. Yeah. And they, I mean, you know, what you're talking about is, are the poses and the asanas, which is what yeah. people equate they think yoga and then they think of like all these poses that you do. And that's actually, that's only one of the limbs of the eight limb path of yoga. So, you know, there's, there's a lot more to yoga than just doing postures. So yeah, yeah you and I could talk about that at some point. Oh, okay. Cause, Cause okay. I think there's some parts of yoga You're that like, you, you would actually, change. yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm going to change your mind okay. um, or we'll do another podcast about that. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, really what I do with people now, I have a four month program and I'm glad you brought up like this whole part, right? It's like, it's like mind, body, it's, it's everything. So it's, it's the actual, like I had a prospective client call today and I was explaining like, there's the parts that people, everybody's talking about functional medicine now. Right. And so yeah. I get a lot of people who are like, yeah, yeah. Tell me what to eat and what supplements to take. And that's going to fix everything. And I'm like, no, <laughs> that's not right. going to fix everything. Unfortunately, there really are a lot of programs and practitioners out there that that's the sole focus. And it's not that that's wrong. It will certainly get you a certain bit of the way. Like you'll likely feel a lot better and that might keep you going for a while. But the problem is that's only one layer of full healing and you're going to end up back at square one because you haven't really addressed all the other things, which is the emotions, the potential, you know, if there's trauma stored in the body and that's not, at this point, that's really, there's a lot of science behind that. That's not even like a, a woo concept of like, you know, 
yeah, the trauma stored in the body. No, it really is. There's actually like physiologically, it changes how your DNA is like, it can turn on and off DNA, you know, these genetics, it, imp it impacts that, you know, it's, it's making a difference in your nervous system and how your body's functioning, how the information's flowing. Like you have to look at emotional, spiritual, physical, mental, all of these things are part of it. So in the work that I do, I always work with people in a four month program because we have to look at all those layers. And so of course, I'm going to start with the obvious, the big impact, we're going to make nutrition changes. And there are certain supplements that will help support healing. And I look for things that are going to make big impact quickly so that people feel better quickly because yeah. then they keep going. Cause when right, you, you start to, to see the result, they yeah. are instantaneous you have to have instant gratification. Totally. Or else you're not, not going to keep going. Yeah. Right. It's not that it's a, yeah, there's no quick fix, but there are some things that like we can do things that make you feel a lot better very quickly. And so I get people to that point. I'm like, great. Now you feel better. And then they're like full, then they're full in with me. They're like, okay, now let's keep going. And then we start to peel back the other layers and we start to work on things on different levels. And so I work with yeah, the biology side, but then there's also the energetic side, the bioenergetics. So it's like, I was explaining to this potential client this morning, like there's, if you think of a computer, there's like the software and the hardware and everybody just focuses on the hardware, right? Like which yeah. supplements, which nutrients, like what's going on in the gut, what's going on in the like mass of the body. But it's like, there's also the software, there's the information system that's telling the hardware what to do. So we also have to look at how is the information flowing and how is that impacting what your body's doing with, you know, like, how is it? Cause she was like, well, I hear a lot about minerals. I'm like, yes, minerals are important. But if the information going to the mitochondria is blocked or there's some sort of dysfunction there mm -hmm. in the communication pathway, your body's not going to know what to do with the minerals. So we have to look at all of it. And over time, I got, you know, you, you said I, in, in the intro, you were listing all these, I was just like laughing. I sound like such a nerd with all these studies, but <laughs> it's all important. You know, I have like all these, I have all these tricks and tools and um, it's different with each person. So I take a really customized approach because every person's stressors in life are different. Every person's lifestyle is different. What brought them to that point? is different. And so, um, I really take a very customized approach when working with people and we do all the testing, all the testing everybody wants to do. We do the hair tissue mineral analysis and the gut testing and the hormone testing. And, you know, there's some, there's a few that I like to use because it helps us on that biology side. Yeah. And, and then we get into all the other stuff and we combine it together. And my whole goal is like back to what I said in terms of wanting people to understand their potential. My whole goal is, yes, I want to get people feeling better and I will, we'll get to the outcomes by the end of those four months. But more than that, I want them to be empowered to know how to continue on their own. Yeah. Because I think this is the problem is that people don't understand that they have so much power and control over how they want to feel and how they live their life. Yeah. And I want to give that to them. Like by the end of that, that's my like goal is like, okay, now you know what to do. Right. Well, yeah, that's what yeah. you want. Yeah. And it's okay to 
continue and grow and then move on and find another path. Like you can outgrow coaches, you can outgrow and, and move on, which is fine. It's, that's the whole point of, of, you know, so, but acknowledging and asking for help is always the first step because a lot of people don't know how or what or who. So, um, well, there's I mean, a lot of overwhelming amount of information out there, right? It's like, and then everybody's so, yes, everybody's like, no, this is the way keto is the diet. Paleo is the diet. Vegan is the diet. And like, you listen to all this noise and you're like, well, how are they all the way? How is there only one way? Which one am I supposed to do? <laughs> Which kind of like therapy? Which kind of, you know, alternative practitioners? Like it's, the, there's this idea that there's this like one precise there's this like panacea, right? Like you just haven't found the exact thing. And it's, I don't think that's true. Right. I think there's a lot of paths to healing and you have to find what's going to resonate most with your life. What's going to work for where you've been and where you want to go and the kind of person to work with, that's going to help you see what needs to change in your life to get to where you want. Cause ultimately you're the one doing the healing. Like yeah. I'm not healing anybody. I'm just helping. Yeah. You're I'm, I'm guiding them. Person a tool. Yeah, yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, if anyone has listened to this and resonates, cause you're just such a calming being anyway. And just like your, your voice. It's so like, just very Zen. Um, and I love when I have guests that just, you pick up that energy even through like a computer screen. Um, if you're listening and you, and you find that, um, Tiffany is just, maybe that person for you, where can we find you and follow your path and, and get more info about your coaching? Oh, thanks. So my website is the best place to start and it's just my first and last name. So it's Tiffany Cagwin, um, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y. And the last name is Cagwin, C-A-G-W-I-N. So it's tiffanycagwin.com. And on there, you can book a call with me. I do free discovery calls. So I take a lot of time and go through that with people. And we just, like, I hear what they, you know, where they are, where they want to go. And, um, and we decide if we feel like it's a right fit. And if it's not, I'll, I'll point people in another direction. Cause I want people to really, really find the path that's right for them. Um, from there, you can follow me on all the socials, you know, um, and it's right on my website at Tiff Cagwin on Instagram and, you know, I'm like everywhere. And then, um, yeah, you mentioned the yoga retreat. So I am leading this yoga retreat in Costa Rica in April. Um, there are some spots left. It's a magical place. I have been there before a few times with groups and, oh, it's such a perfect place to like figure this stuff out, like the rhythm of life and they, you know, the food that they make there is, is like from their own farm and Ooh. you wake up and the sun's rising over the water and um, it's pretty epic even if it's, even if you haven't done any yoga at all, I've had a lot of people in the past who've never done yoga and it's still a life-changing experience. So from my website, you can find that if you go on the services tab, you'll see the coaching services and then you'll see the yoga website. So, um, yeah, just connect with me on the website. I'm easy to find and contact. And, um, even if you're not, you know, if any listeners are not sure, but they're curious about like what I do and how I can help. Um, like I said, those discovery calls are complimentary. So there's nothing to lose by booking a call with me. 
Very cool. I might even, Costa Rica has been popping up a lot lately for me. I'm like, that might just be, this is like the fourth time it's come up now. I'm like, maybe it's just something in the universe telling me I should look, maybe mm-hmm. I'll look into it if I have some time. So, um, well, thank you so much for being here and sharing. And I really hope the listeners do um, come and check you out and see what you have to offer. Cause, um, I think it's just amazing that your journey has been so like, I feel like you've come from a lot of health and wellness in, you know, autoimmune, which is really hard. And now you're clinically, you know, clear, which, you know, you can only hope that for people. And sometimes you have to go through, um, maybe a path or means that you wouldn't normally think, but Hey, if it wasn't working that like for you now, maybe you make a change and, um, definitely reach out to you. So thank you so much for being here and sharing your journey. Um, everything will be in the show notes for the listeners for like, any links and where you can find her website, her socials, um, reach out to Tiffany, myself, if you ever need anything. And um, really grateful that you're here, Tiffany. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Heather. This was great. Absolutely. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Chaos and Cookies podcast. If you were moved by our conversation today, please reach out. Please um, check out Tiffany and can hope we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Chaos and Cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with, follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the Chaos and Cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See you all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies.